It's time for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group with certified financial planners Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory. The Wise Money Show is brought to you by the attorneys at South Bank Legal, First State Bank, Diane Bennett and the Inspired Homes Team, and Bethel University Adult and Graduate Studies. Welcome to another episode of the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group, where every week we're helping you take your next wise step in your financial life. Thanks for being here, friends. My name is Mike Bernard. I am your host. I'm also one of the certified financial planners on the show. And with me in the KFG studios, as always, my business partners and friends, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. So many people hope to retire early, and that trend has really only gotten traction thanks to the COVID-19 pandemic and lockdowns and all the different things that are going on right now. So few, however, are actually in a position to pull it off successfully. So what are the main financial obstacles you must overcome in order to retire early? We're going to hit that and much more in this episode. That's right. We've got some questions from fans of the show. We're going to be hitting in the second half of the program. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a question, you can submit it in a few different ways. Call or text us 574-222-2000. That's 574-222-2000. You can find us online at wisemoneyshow.com and submit a question right there on the right side of that website. And then you can also engage with us on social media and submit questions that way. That's where we get most of our questions. Find us at the Wise, at the Wise Money Show on, on YouTube, on Facebook, or Twitter, wherever you're at. We are there as well. Submit questions that way. Josh, I think you said, although you heard it from someone else, that that the COVID pandemic is the great accelerator of trends. Did you come up with that? I don't know. Sounds like something you'd say. It's true, though, isn't it? It it does seem that way. Yeah. I I even wondered, you know, within our own sphere in the financial world, you know, there used to be these boondoggles, right? That's Mm -hmm. our friend friend Jeff in Atlanta calls it boondoggle. (laughs) You know, these, these conferences you'd pay a lot of money for, and these companies would pay a lot of money just to get in front of you. And there's education. And, and so we love education. And so we'd go to them. I wonder if those are gone. I wonder if those are done forever. The conference world maybe has permanently changed. I don't know. But one of the other big trends that's accelerating is the idea of needing to retire early. So that's, that potentially could be health-related. It could be, um, I, I actually I'm at risk. I don't feel safe in my job anymore. Um, it could be downsizing related, um, but many people have been thrust into the idea of, not the idea, the reality of early retirement. And there's big obstacles that you need to overcome if you can pull that off. We're going to hit the three big ones today. The first one, though, is obvious, and that's health insurance and health care. If you're going to retire early, you've got to figure out health insurance. Yeah, I I think it also, um, boy, I'm I'm, hang, I'm getting hung up on this phrase, uh, early retirement, because that can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And um, for example, I mean, you're, you're referencing healthcare as an issue, and that's because some folks would say that if you retire before age 65, you're retiring early. And that's because the benchmark that they're they're using as a standard for what's on time is are you eligible to go off of a group plan and straight onto Medicare? That's the government's age for when you get to be eligible for the government's healthcare system for for seniors. And so if you retire before age 65, you gotta come up with your own plan. You no longer have an employer that's helping you with it. You're not yet eligible for 
uh, retirement um, or, or, or health care through the, the government on, in Medicare, you have this gap. And so you have to do some sort of, of planning. And that usually these days involves doing some shopping in the marketplace. Um, the Affordable Care Act created a potential solution for folks like this. Um, but you, you have to choose your, your own option. But I hesitate on the whole early retirement concept just simply because, well, what if that was your plan all along? What if, what if your intention was to retire at age 62 and you knew there was going to be a gap and you planned ahead for it and you can afford to put your own health insurance in place? Um, you're not retiring early. You're retiring on schedule. Yeah, and it should be celebrated. But you need to have a game plan. This yes. is one. Of, this is one of the dragons you got to slay, and and um, is figuring out health insurance. It's got to be part of your retirement plan at all times. You've got to have an awareness of it. Even even this is one of my big big problems with online financial calculators or some financial advisors, which our investment salesmen offer retirement plans these days for free and. They don't. They don't factor in healthcare. It's it's a joke, and they don't factor in the right inflation for healthcare. It's a, it's an absolute joke. It's not worth anything, um, because regardless of your retirement plan, you've got to have health expenses in there. It's just a greater obstacle pre sixty five, and I usually lay it out for people that your options are potentially Cobra, which is continuation of coverage. Um, if you're coming off of a group plan, COBRA might be an option. It's likely going to be more expensive because your employer is likely paying some of your health insurance right now while you're working. But through COBRA, you're going to pay all of it, plus maybe a 2% administrative fee, which I think they pretty much all charge. Um, so COBRA. And, then, and that's for a limited period of time correct. as well. That's the other issue. 18 months is, is typically the maximum. Um Second, after COBRA, then you're looking at the exchange, the marketplace, but we're not going to get into politics here, but we all know that the system is flawed, significantly flawed, okay? And the cost, it's either very affordable or extremely unaffordable. I just, I'll just blanket it like that. And then third, behind, behind, um, behind those two options is a share plan, a Christian share plan, something like that. Josh, you said it a few episodes ago. No one likes their insurance, but people that are on those share plans, they actually do like it. Now, I haven't seen someone, I've seen someone get some serious accidents on. I haven't seen someone go through cancer on one of those or mm-hmm. a very, very serious medical issue. The, there's a fourth option too, and that is early retirement becomes semi-retirement, where you go and work at Costco or somewhere else where you can just work a minimal amount of hours and you'll have health insurance. But I think those are your options, and you've got to have a plan to, f- to, to figure out which ones of those are the best solution for you. It's always interesting to me, you know, every once in a while I'll run into someone who financially could afford to retire before age 65. They could afford to write the check and pay for their own premiums in any of those options that you just described, but they just can't stomach the idea of paying for it out of pocket. And so they delay their own own retirement. And... I think that's given a lot of power to the government in choosing age 65 is when Medicare kicks in. And you're saying, well, I'm just going to, they pick that age. That's when the system says you're at, um, you you know, you're eligible for this type of coverage. That's just when I'm going to do it. And um, if there are reasons and and you're capable of retiring beforehand, 
Um, my hope would be that you have a financial plan that gives you the confidence to know that you can afford to do it and, and maybe gives you the courage to take that next step. Kevin and I, we, oh, go ahead. Well, no, and when you look at this, when I think about, all right, am I positioned to retire early? I, that, is, that is the first thing people think about. All right, healthcare-wise, do I have that taken care of? If I'm 63 and a half, I can hop on COBRA. I've seen COBRA be as much as 2,500 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not that, and you say, hey, well, the good news is I've got coverage. So if you are... If you are there right now and you say, hey, I need to plan, your options are somewhat limited. But if you said, okay, I want to be, I want to have the arrows in my quiver that would allow me when I get closer to be able to kind of do whatever I want. Um, I, the A couple things that you would want to make sure you do, you'd want to get yourself in a position where your need for income is fairly low. Because if you can manipulate your income, then you're able to to actually pay even less for health insurance. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with health insurance and how things are going to change. But the way that it stands right now, if you are able to manipulate your income below a certain level, you can pay almost nothing for a really great health insurance plan. That, that's right. So let me say that a little bit differently. With some proactive tax planning, you can have great influence on the amount you pay your premium for health insurance. What a beautiful reason for comprehensive financial planning. We've got that and more coming up on The Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. What are the obstacles you need to overcome if you're going to retire, quote unquote, early? Early is a relative term, but but earlier than you plan because of COVID, because of whatever reason, what are the financial obstacles you need to overcome? We're helping you with them right now. This is the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. Thanks for being here. My name is Mike Bernard. Here with me in the KFC studios, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. Gregory, every episode of the Wise Money Show is on our YouTube channel. Go check it out. Go to YouTube, search The Wise Money Show, subscribe to it, turn on notifications, smash that thumbs up button. Lots of content we push out there. This weekly talk show, yes, and lots of other videos as well. So go check it out on the YouTube channel, search The Wise Money Show. All right, so what are the three big obstacles that you need to overcome in order to retire early? Sometimes retiring, quote unquote, early is a choice. You should be planning for it all along. Sometimes retiring early is thrust upon you. Health reasons a downsizing, um, your your job moved to a different state and you're, you don't want to move, right? So those sorts of things happen all the time. So even if you're not planning on quote unquote early retirement, would you, what have you said, Josh? The average person retires two years sooner than they originally thought? Yeah, two and a half to three years. So most people are shooting for age 65 if you were just looking at an average and uh, most people uh, actually end up retiring somewhere in the 62 to 63 range, which is maybe counterintuitive because maybe they're not financially ready or they have to really go to plan B within their uh, retirement game plan. And uh, it's all because the timeline changed for them at the at the last minute. And and when that's you, you've got to overcome some very serious obstacles. The first one is health care. We're going to get to the second one next, but getting health insurance. I was just doing, I was just nerding out and I was looking at what 
costs, you know, what goods and services, how costs have changed over the last 20 years, and the three that have been the highest. Education. As the second highest. Healthcare. Healthcare is the highest. Child Starbucks. <laughs> Child care. Child care. Huh. And now this is, a, this is a, a discussion for a future show. No wonder we're seeing the population trends that we're seeing. It's more expensive to have kids because it's more expensive to insure them, to send them to college, and to have child care for them. There's no wonder. We, and guys, if, if, if I haven't scared you yet, the population growth trends here in America, when you look at it on a high level, are pretty scary. And so, and that's also, those are three needs. They're needs that are most pressing on the middle class. They're getting squeezed. Their needs, except for the child care, too, are very much intertwined with government. This is very interesting. Oh, I didn't want to go there. I did, I, okay, we're not going there. All right. Um, right now with the Affordable Care Act, you can get insurance from the marketplace pre-65. It's just your premium. What you pay depends on your income. And so if you have high lifestyle and maybe, although that's a relative term, and you've got debt and the only resource you have is to withdraw from an IRA, then for all of your needs, buying Starbucks, Josh, or, um, or you know, paying off debt or whatever needs to come out of the IRA, it's, it becomes income and you're likely going to have to pay a lot for your health insurance. Yeah. And just for the record, I've never, ever met the person that says I have a high lifestyle. Yeah. I, I've met folks that said we need four grand a month in retirement and we we really don't spend much money. And I've met the folks that have said we need 30 grand a month in retirement and, and we really don't spend much money. Yeah. It's all so relative. It's it, we're all relatives. So I think <laughs> I, I, I think it's important when you think about that. But if you're able to when you think about taxable income, if you are able to manipulate that, you can have a direct impact on what you pay. And that might be just for a sprint. You might just need to manipulate your income down in order to get the right health care coverage for a season, which is why, and I, I was working with a, a, a client right now, there's a couple of things. Number one, I manipulate my income down for health care coverage, but I might also, if I, if I started drawing social security before my full retirement age, I might need to manipulate my earned income down a little bit if I've gone back to work so that I'm, I'm not penalized. That, that's actually, so So that's just the second big obstacle. You've got to figure out income. You've got mm-hmm. to figure out income if you're retiring, quote unquote, early. Now, of course, you got to figure out income anytime you're going to retire. But here's the trick. You know, I, I mentioned with healthcare, you could go the semi-retired route and go work somewhere for 20 hours a week. And maybe maybe they offer health, the ability to buy in some health insurance at, after 20 hours a week. Well, if you can't survive on, on that amount of income, maybe you turn on Social Security. But if you make too much at semi-retirement to draw Social Security unpenalized, then you've got a problem here. So you've got to figure out income. That's the second dragon you've got to slay if you're going to retire early. Well, I, I like, though, that Kevin was kind of referencing the intersection between your income choices and your tax planning, and then the third area being the health insurance that we were just talking about in the last segment. 
Um, that, that's part of the collaboration that's been happening in our office throughout this fall is making sure that our health insurance agents, the, the health insurance advisors that help people figure out which type of insurance they should be uh, putting in place and how to get it as cost effective as possible, part of their variable, part of the story problem that they're solving with is, well, what is the income going to look like in 2021 for mm -hmm. this particular client? And more importantly, is there anything we can do to try to change that picture of income so that their health insurance looks better or so that their tax picture looks better? It's all interrelated. And, um, you know, part of the ways that you can pull certain levers and change your, your income nature is where do you get your income in retirement? Hopefully you have a diversified approach to your retirement nest egg, and maybe you have multiple different buckets that you could be drawing off of, and the tax nature of each one could be different. There's a difference between pulling money out of an IRA this year versus a Roth IRA. It has an impact on your tax picture. It could have an impact on what you pay in health insurance as well. And, uh, and, and there's still other options on how you structure that. So it's, it's not just how much income do you get, but where are you getting it from really matters. Okay, the, the, the taxation. I, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. That's something your certified financial planner should be aware of, should be very cognizant of. And that's something that we, I, we do all the time here at KFG. If we go a little more basic, though, this is an obstacle. Figuring out income is an obstacle in early retirement because of two big things. And one is Social Security. Your full retirement age for your Social Security is likely 66 and change or 67. It's, a, it's in that range. And if you're going to retire, quote unquote, early, then you're eligible for Social Security at 62, but it, you're getting a big haircut. It's, it's reduced. Every month you wait, it goes up a little bit, but there's a disincentive to draw Social Security as early as you possibly can because you're going to get a haircut on it. The other big conflict here, the other big obstacle is where have all the cowboys gone? Where <laughs> where has all the interest gone? There, you can't get interest from anywhere. Where's the best place to get interest or income from? Rental real estate, one. Or the stock market, two. Like, you can't find interest in CDs. You can't find interest in bonds. You can't find interest yield to help you with your retirement income you need more creative strategies right now this is an obstacle you've got to figure out whether you're planning to retire early or whether early retirement's thrust upon you and so i was just working with a client and she said i, I gotta be done i can't i cannot stand it and um so i think this would be great to discuss in the next segment yeah so the the other the other point is you know pensions are for the most part going away for lots of people i mean that creates this uh, as being part of an uh, a part of the obstacle and the other thing is if you retire early that means your retirement's going to last longer which means if you draw more out of your retirement nest egg sooner you might not have it last as long as you need it to so i'm Dying to hear what Kevin's story is. We've got that as well as solving the other obstacle to retiring early. That and more coming up on the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. What are the three major obstacles, the three dragons you need to slay if you're going to 
have a chance at retiring early successfully. Whether because of COVID or because of shutdowns or because of whatever reason, your own choice. How can you retire early successfully? That's what we're hitting right now. This is the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. Thanks for being here. My name is Mike Bernard. Here with me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. Every episode of the Wise Money Show is on podcast. So you're out doing some Christmas shopping. No, you're not. You're trying to get exercise or you're doing something else. Get out of the house during this lockdown craziness. So throw the uh, throw the headphones on. Listen to Wise Money while you're walking on podcast, wherever you're at. Um, that is, uh, that's, you know, Apple, iTunes podcast. It's Spotify, wherever. Search the Wise Money Show. Subscribe to it. Rate it and leave comments. We appreciate that. Okay, so the big obstacle... There's three of them. If you're going to retire early, choosing or you're forced, you got to figure out healthcare. Okay, that's a overall comprehensive financial planning decision. It touches so many areas of your financial life. You've got to look at it through that full comprehensive scope. So healthcare. The next one here is income. That's what we've been talking about. How do you figure out income when Social Security would be at a reduced rate, when pensions are essentially gone, when interest is essentially gone? Thanks. Santa Claus, Jerome Powell, um, it, you've got to figure out how you're going to get income in early retirement. Kevin, I cut you off from a story you were going to share. Well, it's it, it's been very interesting. This 2020 has been an interesting year all the way around. But I have, I have two different clients in two different industries that said, hey, listen, I'm done. I am done. I'm I." I'm willing to go do something else, but I'm not going to continue doing what I was doing. And both of these clients in in their industries are are frontline serving the public. And they said people have changed this year. And it is not fun anymore to serve people. And so oh, they, they and and they're both they're they're both going to keep working so they're both going to uh, be doing something but they're not going to keep doing what they're formally trained and excellent at doing and and make great money doing and so it 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 is very interesting because the it's it's different if you say if you come to the table and you say hey I need to figure out when I, when would be the optimal time for me to retire can you draw up a plan and show me that versus, hey, I'm retiring on my birthday, you know, next March. How do I make it work? Right. Should yeah. you show me how that plan works? It's very, so these are two yeah. very different uh, approaches. And the the neat thing is, is if, if someone does show up and say, hey, I my birthday is in March, I'm retiring on that day and I'll be 62 in March. So sh- should I draw Social Security? And because I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be doing something. I'm going to be working in retirement. This is where, if that person has some other options to supplement their income, other than Social Security, they're they're much better off waiting to draw their Social Security. And I've even had folks, I've I've had folks that have retired and said, okay. I don't think I'm going to go back to work, but uh, I, I don't rule it out. And I say, well, then listen, you can, why don't you do this? Why don't you wait for a year before you start drawing your Social Security? We'll take income from these various sources, and, and you've got some reserves here. Let's live off of that, and 
And then if you've proven to yourself that those calls from the headhunters, those calls from your buddies that are still in industry that say, hey, will you come back and consult these things? If you can turn all of those down and you're you're fully satisfied with six Saturdays and a Sunday, then then turn the faucet on. Yeah. Well, and, and the stories that you're describing, I mean, they're happening all over the place in all kinds of industries where f- folks say, you know what, it's not fun anymore. Uh, the environment has changed. The risk profile is just different now with COVID out there and, and whatnot. The stress level is, is ramping up for a lot of people. And um, the, the problem is that not everybody has, has done the pre-work to find themselves in this situation and have lots of options. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's varying levels of preparation that, or, or readiness that many people come to the table with. And it, it all has to do with those habits that were put in place years and years ago. Did you get started saving for retirement early? Have you been aggressive on paying off debt? Do you have complete and total control over where the money goes on a monthly basis and you have confidence that you can live off of X amount of, uh, of dollars each month? Um, not everybody has that dialed in quite, quite as much. And so um, you know, the, the choices or the options that you have, if you find yourself in a position where you, you just don't know that you can keep on working the way that you've been working, um, you, you might have to accept, you know, part-time status, or you might have to do the semi-retirement, as Mike was saying earlier, um, just simply because you, you weren't ready in, in time. And so one of the things that I try to challenge um, students, like when we're teaching retirement classes and things, is to try to set your end date for the end of your career, end of uh, or the beginning of retirement. Set it a little bit earlier than what you're really intending, so that you are ready early. Because this happens so often that people, their their timeline is changed for them, or maybe their values or, or something changes in in their life. And retirement does come early. So the question is, can you be ready early? It'd be better to be ready early and keep on working because you want to, uh, as opposed to being forced into some, you know, kind of crummy situations because you just weren't there yet. That's the third big obstacle. We've hit healthcare. That's the obvious one. Income, that's, you've got to solve that one too. That's, that's clear, but yeah, a lot of times people just assume, oh, I've got that taken care of already. No, you got to figure that one out. The third obstacle, and this goes right back to that preparation comment that Josh just shared, in my opinion, is is debt, is debt. Now, can you retire early with debt? Absolutely, you can. But for the majority of people, as they've come in waves this year saying, I got to be done. I, I, I know the plan was to retire in two years, but I got to be done. The ones where we update the plan and it's, yeah, you got the green light if you're if you're truly ready. It, it seems like a common theme is they've already slayed the debt dragon. They, they've already gotten debt free. Um, and that means they've got more they've got they've got more flexibility with their income, which means they possibly have more control over their tax situation, which possibly means they have more control over what they pay for their health insurance. When you have a fixed obligation in there, i.e. debt, rain, shine, snow, sunshine, doesn't matter. You've got to make your this, this debt payment. When you've got that inflexibility in there, it's hard to be nimble like early retirement. Which is part of the reason why decisions like what house are you going to live in 
it matters so much down the road when you get into retirement because you know if if you upgraded your house and therefore upgraded or upsized your mortgage just 10 years before retirement or five years before retirement because you had a certain dream house in in mind the fact that you still have a loan and that loan is staged to 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 be carried well into retirement it does limit your options right and so uh, you know, if, if that's one of your financial goals to be in a certain house, that's awesome. But just recognize what kind of implications does it have for your other goals like retirement. And when I think debt, I also that ties in very closely with cash flow. I was helping someone this past week who was getting ready to retire and is going to retire early next year. And their cash flow was something that we should talk about in our next segment. <laughs> You're like the king of the cliffhanger. That's that's right. That's right. So those are the three big obstacles. The you've got to figure out healthcare. You've got to figure out uh, income, and you've got to figure out debt. We're going to hit a little bit more of the debt piece and wrap it all together. That more coming up on the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. The Wise Money Show is brought to you by the attorneys at South Bank Legal, First State Bank, Diane Bennett and the Inspired Homes Team, and Bethel University Adult and Graduate Studies. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard. Here with me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. Make sure you stay up to date on all Wise Money content. Find us online at wisemoneyshow.com. And, uh, and also, all over social media, wherever you're at, we are there as well. Just search Wise Money Show. Follow us there. Stay engaged with the show. Leave comments and questions uh, right there as well. Okay, so we're talking about early retirement. And if you've, if you've stayed with us this whole program, it's been, um, we've, we've identified that this trend, it has taken a new, has accelerated this year. I said earlier, back in September, that I made a prediction, bold prediction that 2020 was going to be the year that the most teachers retired ever. <laughs> yeah, really bold there. That was so obvious. I mean, t- you're in an impos- impossible situation, schools. But, I mean, more and more people, pharmacists. And for, I mean, it's just, it's just lots, of, lots of people are looking and saying, gosh, I'm close to the finish line. Can I move that finish line up? And you need comprehensive financial planning to solve that. We're going to talk about that more. But, but the, the, the lens through which... Uh, we're talking about it today is the three big obstacles. You got to figure out healthcare, got to figure out income, and you've got to figure out how to get your debt paid off if it's not there already. And each of these obstacles is an illustration of why you need collaboration and co-creation amongst the professionals in your life, especially if you are single, because if you're single and you don't have great advisors in your life, it may be difficult to see things other than how you see things. So this is where a financial planner can can come in and illuminate some ideas or some strategies. We, we often have a, a little bit of a back and forth about what's the area that we help clients in that is the most beneficial to them in their financial situation. Certainly in this area, you might argue protection planning because we were talking about health insurance. But I would actually argue it's really present financial position. 
So if you look at the six areas of, of financial planning, there's your present financial position, protection planning, tax planning, investment planning, retirement planning, and estate planning, and throw in education planning into retirement planning. So these areas need to be addressed in a way that I'm not doing something in one area that throws another area off. Mm -hmm. And I um, am helping a, a, a client retire their idea of how to solve the cash flow problem was to take money out of the 401k either this year or next year. And the question was, do I qualify for any of this, these CARES Act distributions, avoid penalty? It's a good question. It's a great question. That's just though not the real problem. Right. It's the it's it's what seems like the presenting problem. And the presenting problem was really I have eight different pieces of debt totaling about eighty thousand, but but taking more than two thousand dollars a month of cash flow. So I got eighty thousand dollars cost me north of two thousand a a month in cash flow. How do I solve this problem? And for this client, the the agreed upon solution when they walked in was, hey, I'm going to take a 401k distribution. Well, really, as we work through it, the best solution was just a cash out refinance and pay off all of the other debts. But also that that in in my humble opinion dealt with the symptom. So this is that we're 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 managing symptoms here. We're not truly dealing with the problem. So in order to have a successful retirement, there needed to be a structure where the default answer was, it works, not the default answer is, I'm getting out of a hole by digging deeper. So was part of the solution there, did, did you do some budgeting work or uh, put some automations in place with cash flow. How how did you solve it? So we we did some budgeting work. We put some automations in there with cash flow. We had plastic surgery <laughs> where it's we fun. it's it's great fun where we cut up the the some credit cards and just said hey listen the structure if you have a structure and and we use a three bank account system if you have a system where the de default value is success, then you'll know very quickly if, as soon as it stops working, we'll be able to quickly analyze, well, where where is the, where's the weakness, where's the flaw, and how do we address it? Mm -hmm. And so really, part of, part of the, the solution that we put in place was ha just having a coach, having someone that as soon as it stops working the way it should, you're on the phone or email and saying, hey, I've got a little problem here. And because then as the coach, we can identify, well, what's the problem? Is this is this systemic and, and this is going to keep continuing? Or is this something that is, is a one-time event and we can nip it in the bud? Yeah, what you're describing is a better version of what I was going to say is, is part of the solution for debt. And that is having a cash flow plan. Mm -hmm. But having a cash flow plan and a coach is infinitely better. It's total game changer, right? right? Someone, not just a plan to be accountable to, but a person to be accountable to as well, and someone who can bring additional creativity. But the reality is, it just takes cash flow directed towards the debt to make the debt go away. Yep. And the cool thing about attacking debt on the verge of retirement in those last couple years of retire or, or of your working career is 
you, you get real serious, real dialed in about how the cash flow is being managed, and you're finding dollars that are available to put towards the debt, you're getting aggressive on it, and you're finding ways to live off less, which may be important preparation or, or, or practice for the retirement years anyway. You know, it's almost like a dress rehearsal in a way. And by, by you chipping away at that debt and, and maybe in a very fast fashion, um, it's fun to watch as a financial advisor when clients, the, the finish line for them is the debt is gone and then retirement begins. Yeah. You know, like it's one of their preliminary goals. I want to be over this. I want to have a debt-free house. I want to, I want to not owe anything on those credit cards. I want to have a, a, a car that is reliable, but without a payment attached to it. All those things can be achieved, especially when you're in your peak earning years and you give yourself just a little bit more time, very focused with a coach. Um, that kind of budgeting approach is what can help you be ready for retirement. Yeah, I, I met with some folks last night for the first time in what we would call a needs analysis meeting. And I was just asking them, so what are your financial goals? And they were talking about financial independence. I said, okay, well, when when would you like to be done working? And he said, 67, which is seven years from now. And she looked at him and she said, I've never heard you say that before. Huh. So they've been married forever and never really talked about it. It's not that they've never thought about it, but they just never talked about it. And so the, the great news is, and what I was encouraging them is, look, you've got seven uh, dress rehearsals over the next seven years. If, if we build a retirement plan, we can, tr we can try that on and prove it up and prove to ourselves, yep, this works, or nope, this doesn't work. Mm -hmm. But it's, a, it's, it's really great, especially if you have more time. The, the interesting thing that we've seen, and Mike, you alluded to this, a lot of folks walking in saying, listen, I'm going to retire and I'm doing it in three weeks. Yeah. Now I need a coach and a plan. It's not that we can't do that, but if you said I've got three years or even 30 years, you, you put yourself in a much better position to have great options available to you. I have a scenario, some folks I've been so fortunate to serve, and we've been fortunate to serve as a firm for uh, 12 years now, maybe, eight, maybe even longer. And, um, and they've got four kids, and they both worked, and they had a goal of helping the kids through college, and so there was a lot of debt. You know, when you got four kids, that's four extra vehicles you're probably buying. Four colleges, there's, you know, sports and activities, so they had a lot of debt. And, uh, and, you know, so we're, we're striving towards making progress on the debt and making progress towards retirement all these years, all these years. And then the, the twins, so the last two, got out of the house. And so we put a cap on the debt. The debt was done. And we built a debt snowball, a very aggressive debt payment plan, debt repayment plan to get the debt, all of it paid off by 66, which was his retirement age, okay? And they worked it, and they worked it, and they worked it. And last year, he got hit by a car. He didn't die, but he's had a few surgeries. It's hmm. been awful. It has been awful for them in his health, and it's just all sorts of issues. That's terrible. And he's going to retire now in, 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 well, December. Actually, he's retiring next week, I think. And uh, at, 
three years earlier than expected. Hmm. We found a way. They, and he can do it. And they got my blessing. We've spent lots of time planning and adapting the plan. This is plan B. But their plan B works because they were so aggressive on the original plan. They, they didn't balk. They didn't, no, do we, really? Do we blah, blah, blah? No, they said, okay, we're committed to that. And they printed out the debt snowball, love it. You know, do you have anything on your fridge right now? Those days are, are sort of gone. Like have the magnet with something important on the fridge. And, but they did. And they checked the box every month as they made their debt snowball payments. And we celebrated paying the car off. We celebrated paying the student loan off. We celebrated paying the, the line of credit off. We celebrated paying the credit card off. Got it down to the mortgage. And it's just the mortgage when he, he got hit by the car. Hmm. And we're able to make it work. And we're able to make it work. That's the type of stuff you just don't know. But that preparation all along gives you more options for whenever life might throw you curveballs. Yep. So the, the big idea, though, is comprehensive financial planning. I, I, really, we've been talking about the three big obstacles you need to slay in order to retire early. But that's just a, a different lens of looking at comprehensive financial planning and a five-factor retirement plan approach. Josh, really quick, do you want to hit the five factors of retirement planning? Yeah. You know, as as you're getting yourself ready for retirement, you're going to have to make some choices about what age you're going to retire. Maybe you have certain intentions, like Mike just said, to retire at 66, but 63 gets here and you got to go early. Um, that, that can happen. The amount of income that you're going to have in retirement also has an impact on on what your success rate is going to be. How much are you going to spend, though? This is one of the huge variables that might not feel like it, but you have a lot of control over. And then how much are you going to save between here and retirement, investing for the future and giving yourself a, an appropriate growth potential? And then the investments themselves are the fifth of the, the five variables or the five factors. And that is how much risk are you going to take? What kind of rate of return is, is possible? And um, how do you make sure you're balancing that risk and return or risk and reward um, trade-off? You've got to look at all five of those variables together. They're interrelated. Making a decision in one is going to impact your options in the other. Work with your certified financial planner on that. Get a plan. Have clarity, confidence, and creativity. Thanks for being here. This is all. That's all the time we have for today. On behalf of Josh Gregory, Kevin Corhorn, all of us at KFG, have a great weekend. We'll see you next Saturday for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Securities offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA slash SIPC. Advisory services offered through KFG Wealth Management, LLC. Doing business as Corhorn Financial Group. KFG Wealth Management, LLC and Silver Oak Securities Incorporated companies are unaffiliated.